I'm going to be very candid with you. We are living in a computer program reality. Welcome everyone to Simulation Nation, your portal to all things virtual. I'm your host, Johnny Android, and I'm here to keep you informed about all that's happening in the metaverse in 2023. This is our first show in 2023, and uh, we record our episodes live at Altspace every week. You can join us for free, even if you don't have a VR headset. Log into Altspace from your laptop or PC, join our event, and teleport in to offer your opinion, question, or whatever else. A, we're talking to a shamanic sound healer and a digital content creator. Create sound healing events in her 25 plus virtual worlds in Altspace, many of which were built by our previous guest, Jose Ferrer, which hopefully we'll mm. talk about. The worlds often feature the soundscapes of her husband, Gary, aka Shapeshifter DNA. Her 35 year body of work emanates from mystical teachings in the field of conscious evolution. Is a gentleman give you Joanne Chambers. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> did I get the, cool. Did I get the last fade right? Chambers, Chambers? Yeah. Yep, you did. Chambers. Okay, perfect, perfect. <laughs> well, I'm so happy to have you as our first guest for 2023. Welcome. Has, has anything changed for you in 2023? Did you break your resolutions already? Where are things going? Um, I'm working on them <laughs> bit by bit, you know, day by day. I'm putting them into practice. But yeah, I think it's going good couple of shakeups, but you know, today and today ends a big retrograde. So I'm looking forward to getting out of that mess. <laughs> Got it. I guess every year you have your, you evolve consciously, right? So it's more another mm -hmm. opportunity to evolve consciously and yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Cool. So, so, um, cool. Well, let's, let's dive right in. Um, you've got a lot to talk about because I think that you have a lot of interesting uh, philosophies and things that you're doing in here. I love that your worlds and your work are embedded in uh, a spiritual framework, a philosophical framework. They're not just empty escapism. And so they bring a depth to the metaverse, which uh, I'm excited to get into you with. Um, mm -hmm. To start cool. it off, uh, yeah, to start it off, I'd love to know how you got involved with um, conscious evolution, and maybe you could tell us what you believe conscious uh, evolution is and all of your soundscapes and then how you got into VR and metaverse. Okay. Well, let's see, where would I start there? Different religions. I didn't necessarily buy into the typical religions that were around me at that time. So moving forward into my early 20s, I really got into yoga and found that I was really good at meditating like right away. And I was really good at yoga right away. So, you know, that brings up uh, past lives and things like that, that kind of knowledge. So I started exploring all of that stuff. Uh, Hinduism and the teachings that come out of that were really fascinating for me. So I did a lot of study and then just keep rolling that forward. I met my husband uh, in around 87. He had been doing the same. He was following his spiritual path all along as a, a child. And so when we got together, it was like, okay, everything we'd already done in our life, now it's coming together and we were supposed to be creative partners together. So that's what we've been doing together for the last 35 years. Um, he's very focused in the music. He's a sound designer. Uh, his Music is more of transmissions. We call them transmissions instead of thinking about them musically. They're more like he started receiving them very early in life. Around five years old, he jumped on the piano and started to play. Obviously, past life training. And he's done this many lifetimes that we've discovered since then. And so he continues to deepen that work. I mean, he only had a piano then. So as a young child, he was hearing all of these amazing sounds that we're all hearing now from electronics, right? But he was hearing them as guidance and transmissions and words and, and knowledge was coming to him through the sounds that he was hearing while just playing a piano. So when he was in his uh, teens, uh, we had some uh, studios actually in the area we lived that started with the synthesizers right away. And he jumped on that. You know, that was where he was supposed to be. So he learned sound design and, you know, all of that, all that goes along with that. So that's where the music comes from. It comes from him going into an intentional state. Um, and we're very focused on conscious evolution and all that that entails, which is it's a rather really broad category. Um, and that's what our work is, is to bring that through. So we 
consider ourselves DNA avatars in the sense that that's the work we came to ground onto the planet in, the, in this lifetime. So a lot of our music started out in the DNA activation field. We were pioneers, several other people in different formats at that time where they shared their work through readings or classes or guided things like that. Gary did it through the music. And I, what I learned through that was how to teach it, how to teach people to engage with this music for their personal spiritual path and conscious evolution path. So am I still on track with your questions? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it. Okay. Uh, I have so many. Okay. I have so many follow-up questions already. Yeah, so I'll, I'll maybe... stop. I'll stop and let okay. follow up, and then yeah, cool. Yeah. So let's get some definitions. Um, you said that conscious evolution is a broad term. What does it mean to you, and and what do you mean when you say it? Well, obviously, it, it's pretty obvious. Con being conscious about your evolution. So it's about taking, you know, really 100% responsibility for who and what you are and what you're doing here and what you're supposed to be doing here kind of thing. So it's not living life from a willy-nilly letting life come, you know, bump you around and do whatever it tells you to do kind of thing. Um, it's more about going within and finding out mm. what is your mission, what are you really here mm. to do. and so. Taking that further is the advancement of the physical form and the spiritual form. And I'm sure you know we're spiritual beings inhabiting physical forms. So why do we spend so much time working on the physical when the spiritual is being ignored? So the way society is now set up now, which is purposeful, again, it was an evolutionary process. Uh, in, intellect, information is a very important part of a, a society. But what we've left out is the real spiritual depth. And that's why so many things are coming up now in Western culture, where Eastern cultures have had it for a long time, meaning yoga, meditation, inward work. Mm -hmm. So that inward work is a big part of how we evolve and how we become more, um, you know, more functional as a powerful being instead of, you know, just being pushed around by the whims of, the culture that now has dominance on the planet. So dominance is in the mental realm. So as long as you stay in the mental realm, you're going to have issue with the mental realm controlling you and fear and all of those things. So if you use a portion of your time to develop spiritually, consciously, evolve yourself consciously, then you start to balance that out so that you're not just so heavy in the mental realm. You start to bring the spiritual realm up and you have the balance going on between the two. We have to go within right now because that's that's what's wrong is we're, we've lived an external life for so long and we've done great. We've done amazing things, but people are a mess. You know, people are in a lot of suffering during this timeline mm -hmm. and that suffering creates people to evolve. It, it brings them within. Nobody, nobody liked the shutdowns, but a lot of people woke up during the shutdown because they finally couldn't just go out and run, 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 run. And, keep busy, busy, busy. So the music we do and the art that we do, is that still, no, that's not still playing. The art and the music that we do now is all for bringing people inside and helping them to find that inner state of consciousness. And then wherever they need to go. I mean, every, every one of us is going to have a different flavor of what we need for our life path at this time, as far as what we're working on. Now, Gary and I work on more advanced stuff. We're looking at ascension because we feel that the death is that we don't need to die in the way that we've died before. So we're looking at conscious dying and conscious ascension, meaning that we should be able to ascend to the next, once this physical form is no longer functioning, you know, it, it, and it should function much longer. That's another issue. That's, that's big work to do mm -hmm. to get yourself longevity, anti-aging. That's all an internal process as well. But to go beyond that and be able to, you know, transmute, transmigrate, some of the terms that all the all the, the yogis talked about from the Eastern culture, and they've done it, but they can't, you know, they're not, they're not going to come out and tell people how to do it. Because the further you go on the path, the less you mm -hmm. want to be in society. And that's the mm -hmm. challenging part for us right now, because ideally, we would really like to just go do that work now and not connect into society. This kind of brings me to why am I in the metaverse? You know, it's it's uh, all part of that, that 
connecting back in sort of there's breadcrumbs that we feel we need to put in places. So after we're gone, the metaverse world will be here. The music will be here. Things that we've done will be here that other people can listen to or watch and pick up what we were teaching non-verbally. So most of our work, we try to be more like non-verbal so that each individual can, can get what they need to get for themselves. Again, because we're all on such a different, you know, a different trajectory in our spiritual awakening process. Yeah, I, you know, uh, I have one other question, but that does lead in, and then we'll dive into um, some of the stuff that I've, I've discovered in your worlds. But um, the term DNA avatars, I haven't really uh, become familiar with that. What does that mean? Well, it's it's our term. So we coined it. Um, we started, uh, how long ago did this happen? So maybe five or six years ago, um, our work was more difficult to get out there. The, the music field was dropping. It was difficult to make money with music. We we made money in the years when CDs were there and people were mm -hmm. buying CDs and appreciated the music that way. But, you know, now it's all free, more or less, or, or a monthly subscription. We can't, we don't have the large volume of, of an audience, so we couldn't make money there. So, we started to figure out how, what do we need to do next? What's the next digital content format that I need to create, which is my job, to share our work and share to people why they might want to listen to our work over something they might just hear on Spotify or, or such and such. So I started to cre create the curriculum for DNA activation using our music specifically. And, you know, just one day, DNA avatar came to me, you know, and I said, oh, that's it. And I spell it D-N-A-V-A-T-A-R. So it's one word um, and it's registered as as such. So it's it's really my teaching of all of these past 35 years that we've been working. I've worked with thousands of people all over the world. I've I've you know, we've done classes and concerts and webinars, everything, everything that happened on the Internet. I've done because I started with the Internet when it started. And so I've taught so many different things. So I have so much content <laughs> that I right. need to put together. And I was actually, when the COVID hit, I thought, okay, I was doing massage at the time, working more in that at the time. I have dual careers. And I thought, well, okay, now it's time for me to get on this. And it was good. I did. I ended up creating, I think I have four courses. I even had one on COVID, which was really good, but I've, I've put that away now. Um, and I have maybe 50 more courses I'd love to teach. I have the topic. Long story short, that's what that is. It's a course, program right. course. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, um, before we get into all of your visuals that you've added to the music, I thought that it would be a good place to start with your philosophy behind the music. So I've got some uh, stills that I grabbed from some of your worlds here, and maybe you could just uh, uh, talk us through them. The first one here says, our intent is to unlock the vast energetic resources in the DNA codex, utilizing our multidimensional sound and music as a primary carrier wave, complex information packets to modulate the life wave. It's a mouthful, but what? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's what uh, that means. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, right. Well, okay, so when we started our work together um, in our dating phase, so Gary says to me, I, I was doing massage at that time, and I was I do uh, structural body work, and I get really deep with people in that. It's a rolfing, and it's a 10-session thing, and so it's a lot of stuff comes up for people. Um, I was also exploring psychedelics as a tool for like what's going on now, but way back then for accessing data and information in a person to help them rediscover who they are. Mm -hmm. And and then Gary was doing the same thing in his way, but he was doing it through the music and receiving the music as he played it and based on his intention. So that statement there is a lot about intention. 
Um, and so one day he said to me, he said, you know, the, the DNA um, sound affects the DNA. And hmm. I, I knew I, as soon as he said it, I said, yeah, I said, I see that when I work on people, when I do a deep tissue session and I'm working on somebody, I literally, my, my clairvoyant visions were starting to open up and I was literally seeing that kind of information. So we, that was the premise, really. That was a key premise of our work. And so what we did at the time was we got a sound table, a sound healing table, and we plugged Gary into it. So clients would come, lay on the table. I would do, then was doing spiritual healing work as well. So I was doing healing sessions while Gary was bringing through their music in real time for their session. And so we were becoming very telepathic through that process. And when I was working on a certain thing with a client, something dark would come up that I did I knew needed clearing processing. He knew it too. And the music would reflect it. And so that was the birth. We did that for 10 years. That was the birthing of the music and this style of music kind of thing. And so the DNA is not just the two strand that our current medical model takes a look at. It's we live in a multidimensional universe. So our DNA spans those universes and we're capable of connecting to those things through our intention. And what Gary does with his music, he gives you the carrier waves to each successive fifth dimensional realm to connect with that. So that's, I think that kind of explains that in a kind of a quick, quick way. We call them, we call them frequency maps, um, frequency maps to the, the higher dimensions. However, you know, again, people's terminologies are all different, um, yeah. but that's how we perceive it. I love. I, it's just such a, a poetic idea to think that um, a, a certain tone of music or a certain a series of notes can unlock mm -hmm. a, a multi-dimensional. Mm -hmm. It's almost a portal. Mm -hmm. I mean, how how poetic and right. beautiful is that? Uh, if you right. if you you know if you believe it or you don't mm -hmm. believe it, it sure as heck. I hope it's that way because that's amazing. You right. know, that would be an incredible right. world. Um, right. And it's different so, uh, for each person. Like we could all listen to the same piece of music and each of us would have a different experience. Some would have a negative one. Some would have a super positive one. So it's not specific. You know, like I know that the frequency people are trying to get very specific about it at this time. Especially in healing, like thinking if they can just find the frequency patterns for, let's say, liver cancer, then they can heal with these specific frequencies. There's truth to that, but in our perspective, you're missing the multidimensionality of what we are and the complexity of, of, let's say, liver cancer is not just an issue of the physical form. So it's an issue of the multidimensional self that needs to be corrected or alleviated or relieved or healed, again, however we want to look at it. So the music is like a, a just a vast palette of potential sounds, patterns, modulations, harmonics. It takes him, you know, a while to bring that through when he's setting that intention for what it, he will never work on something like that as specific. He'll work more on the broader concept of what you just said. Let's open up a portal and let's <laughs> let's yeah. go somewhere. Let's see what happens when we go in that space, kind of thing. Yeah. And I guess I'm I'm just uh, for those of you who are, are following at home, I've I've got sort of slides that have been mirroring exactly what you're saying. And so the last one here talks about um, it aligns with your soul essence. So would you say that in each case, you would need to find the piece of music that aligns with that particular person's soul essence? Or is it sort of like everybody has the same resonant uh, tones? Well, yeah, so let's let's take it from the top down. So source vibration, God, whatever somebody wants to name that. So source vibration has everything. So we as and we have little of that section and, and we have a soul that then connects to that so we each have different patterns we call them uh, mfps which are multi-dimensional holographic frequency patterns or packets and they each of us have those but we don't all have the same combinations so you can't treat the same thing like i said you couldn't take two liver cancer patients and treat them the same and expect to have exactly the same result you may, over a broad study, you may have something like that. But in general, you're going to have the complexities within the soul, the essence of the soul that has its own history, you know, however long it's been incarnating and whatever 
traumas, mm. dramas, death scenarios that it has carried. So it's analyze all of this just it just breaks down at some point because the complexity that we are is is way too vast for our little minds right now to understand so the music gives you such a broad palette of possibilities to step into that it's endless and because we we have over 30 albums at this point and they each have came through at a different time and they have a different intent but they can all be used for the same purpose of your conscious, your personal conscious evolution. Um, yeah, great. So uh, let's, uh, I've got two more parts here before we get to some of the visuals that you've created. Um, the first one is just carrying this one level further. I love this map that you've created of coming sound. So you dissolve into the formless state of sound. It, again, it's, it's, it's such a poetic thing where you, the, the passive uh, idea of listening to music, and that goes to feeling the music on a deeper level, becoming the music, dissolving, and then you're one. And so I guess you, it's sort of like when I hear that, I sort of think of the chance of the speaks or something where you get into this trance state and they sort of have an experiential, like they use the, the music as, an, as a way to enter into this oneness spiritual state that's a, a trance-like state is that right. something along those lines right yes and that you know that graphic right there is the the only teaching tool i really need you know if mm. i can get people to understand that all the other things that i teach are <laughs> you know just kind of like a little icing on the cake but this is the main teaching tool if i can get them to grasp that that end picture, if they can get to that point where they're just pure vibration and not feeling the physical form or stuck or, you know, the mind, the mind is the hardest thing because the mind uh, is active around the third eye and everything. So it not only are we thinking, but we're also using uh, brain and muscle activity in there that, that affects us from opening that third eye and letting go into full spiritual form. So there's a learning curve. It it can take years, really. I mean, people have been working with our music for years. It takes a while to get to that point where you can completely dissolve. But as long as you have that in your mind that you're going in that direction, then e these two states before it are great. You know, that's mm -hmm. where most people are in those two states. The last one only comes in sporadically. And all of a sudden, you, you know, I don't know if you've ever worked with psychedelics, but the same thing in psychedelics, if you were to take a substance, there's moments where you just know you touched God and you don't know how to explain that, but you know you hit mm -hmm. something that was so profound and so beyond any words you could ever come up with. And that's that kind of that state. And and we're we, that's conscious evolution right there. That's where that's where we're heading is to get to that. But to get to that with full consciousness, not not be taken away that's that's the problem i think psychedelics are good as a tool but you still have to get there on your own and you have to hold your consciousness through it so what we mm -hmm. try to teach is how to maintain your consciousness in that state and and i i can't can only imagine what we can do and what we're capable of when we can hold that state meaning the worlds that we're all visiting in here can you imagine just being able to go somewhere when you want you know, there's mm -hmm. all kinds of worlds in the multidimensional universe that we have access to. So this brings me to the metaverse. What I love so much about it when I got into it was that, that it's, this is a bridge too. So our music is a bridge to the higher realms. The metaverse is a bridge to the higher realms. And, and I found Altspace to be not only one of the best communities in terms of the creative people that are here, because that means everything really when you're creating stuff. Mm -hmm. But the capability of the qualities in these worlds, the colors, the shapes, the imagery are all just super powerful for us to open the third eye if it wasn't already open and start developing spiritually. So I know I've talked to a lot of people in here that realize they've developed a lot quicker, their spirituality and their meditation skills and everything, just being in alt space. And hmm. that's what we try to do in the worlds that, that Jose and I create. That's why we connected was we 
really wanted to share that with people and then add our music to it, of course, to allow that to be the bridge. So the combination of the two together are, are very powerful. Hmm. Uh, and I, 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 we had Jose on the stage. We actually talked about, I believe, the music world. Yeah. yeah, he's great. Should I tell you how I met Jose, how that happened? Oh, I'd love to know. Yeah. So 2021, I came to Burning Man, virtual Burning Man in August. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember how, I mean, I've always wanted to go to Burning Man, but it's just not something I physically have any desire to, to do. But I thought it would be great for us to put an installation in there. And so when I saw that it was on there, I got onto Altspace. I learned how to get in there and I figured it out. And one of the first spaces I went to was Jose's uh, Chakra World, because that made mm -hmm. sense. I thought, oh, somebody's doing something about mm -hmm. chakras in here. That's got to be cool, right? So he was giving a tour, and there were a lot of people there at that point. And he had a sign on one of his domes, and it said something like, uh, you know, basically, I need something here. You have something. <laughs> so I said, hey, um, I have something. And we just immediately clicked. And it's mm -hmm. been magic ever since, which it's not easy to do because we... You know, he he's in Barcelona. Um, my husband, Gary, may be working on a piece of music. Jose may simultaneously be working on a world. I may be working on something that applies. And somehow it, it's been magically coming together. And it's it's one of us first or one starts something. The other says, oh, yeah, let's do that. You know, and it just has been magically coming. And that's why we've created so much. We just were all so into it. So we've like I said, we have about 25 worlds or so now that we've put together and just you know, love that creative process. Right. Well, it's, yeah, it is, it does seem like a match made in, uh, if not heaven, what do you call it? Uh, the one The metaverse heaven. <laughs> the there we go. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, so, there you go. That's a good one. Yeah. So I've got here uh, a number of um, sort of slides, uh, videos uh, uh, for your world. So thank you for, for providing these. Um, so mm -hmm. uh, these, Maybe you could help uh, talk us through. This one is the Muse world, which I guess is like your sort of hub world in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah, Muse is the main is... temple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this uh, information booth was put up and we go into the The, the and... land is all built on sacred geometry. I don't know if you've noticed that, mm -hmm. but it's Metatron's cube. The land is Metatron's cube. There's um, Sri Yantras, there's uh, Flower of Life, there's uh, Pyramids, there's the Causal Vortex is the main piece in the center there. See some mushrooms in the garden there. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then and, they're going and, into the... Yeah, go ahead. go ahead. This is where I this is where I captured the slides from. And actually, I have a slide of the Metatron Cube, um, which I think I got from this room as well. Right. Not familiar yeah, we with started, all of the, the Metatron's worlds. Not well, this world, those... hmm? if you go into the yellow building, the yellow, well, you probably saw that. The yellow building has all the definitions of the of the sacred geometry and what each one is about. Hmm. And I think that you've goes... expanded on this world because when I was doing Jose's episode, you didn't have these little rooms, I don't think. And it felt yeah, to me well, like... like <laughs> I did a yeah. lot in December. Like I said, I took a little time off and, and refined the things we were doing. Yeah, this is the DNA avatar classroom. So this is where I teach. I have a screen, you know, video screen, and it's where we teach the DNA avatar, avatar stuff. We have a lot of, the other thing I'm into is NFT art. So a lot of my art and video and music is all in NFTs. And so I have those mm -hmm. spread around the, the buildings as well. This is the mm -hmm. chakra room. So we have a little chakra balancing meditation in here you can listen to, and then you can go over and stand in front of the mirror there and get your chakras balanced. That was a Jose design. He loved that. Yep, and you stand in uh, in the chakras and you can get a picture uh, and all of that. Yeah. It's a very cool, very cool experience. Um, it's like you're walking around a... The whole world sort of feels like a chakra. It's got these cosmic shapes, like you're saying. Um, yep. What exactly is the Metatron's cube? Well, I knew you were going to ask me that. I'm not really good at remembering some of these terminologies. Um, <laughs> but it's sort of it's sort of the... Um, I can, put the I can universe tell you what you wrote. The universe is built on. Hey, 
You wrote, you wrote in the world, it says, uh, it symbolizes the underlying geometric patterns found throughout the universe. Archangel Metatron mm -hmm. assists us in accessing our spiritual power and to achieve ascension. So Archangel yeah. Metatron is a, is, a, is a being that is shaped in that shape. Is that what that means? No, no. Uh, Metatron is more of a, a being that, you know, I guess in, in history, if we could go back and look at the, the historical beginnings of that sort of thing, you know, the world, the, you, everything's built on geometry from the ground up kind of thing. So it's sort of the basis of, of shape. It, every shape but is it, in it sort of things. And it's because we're in a simulation, of course, in the real yeah. world, it's just, a, it's just a different, more, better yeah. resolution. But it's yeah. all geometric. It's all mathematical. <laughs> <laughs> this I really like was the 3D Sri Sri Yantra, which is another universal symbol of uh, harmony, peace, manifestation, and I love it. Uh, we took a while to work on this one, and you can stand in the middle of it. This is a very powerful place to manifest. So if you go fly up into the top of the the causal vortex, and you go into the Sri Yantra, and just you can scan around the world and sort of manifest, you know, throw out whatever you're working to manifest and sort of let it, mm. let it send it out there in the world around you. Uh, on, we are uh, off to the sound healing orbs. Um, I love that you have a lot of floating elements. Uh, you've got the floating mm -hmm. notes when you first appear, and now you've got these floating orbs. Um, what's the significance mm -hmm. of these the sound healing orbs? Well, in this this space, it's really just that. I mean, it's like if you're listening to music and you're looking at a static space, it's very different than if these floating things start to come. It makes you start to let go, like we talked about in that picture before. So it gives you the kind of the feeling to let go of yourself a little bit. And that's why we put them in there. It just helps people shift out of static spaces or static imagery and sort of get into that floaty flighty feeling. I did a class last week in an angel world and the angels, they're very big and they just float up and down very gently. And so while we were listening to the music, the person was watching the angel and he said, while I was watching the angel, I became that energy and I started floating. And he said, I was able to let go of my body. And, and so even though he was like in midair in this little world, um, he got it. You know, so there's all these little cool things that we put in the world to help people, to trigger people, to to trigger the awakening process or the aha moments. This, this one was, world, is uh, Jose's favorite. One well, Jose's favorite, the Alien Blutopia. Whose favorite is it? This is one of Jose's favorites. His favorite. A little darker. Yeah. It's a little bit. It's not. I wouldn't say menacing is the right word, but maybe uh, it a, is. Or maybe a little. I'll, a little uncomfortable. It's almost it makes you it, it's, it puts you out of your comfort zone. It doesn't. It's not a right. chill vibe like the other ones. It's kind of like there's a little bit more of a uh, precariousness to this world, uh, which which right. I think is interesting because it gives you a different um, energy. Yeah, and we we do we span from dark to light, and we think that's really important. And and while that's more understood now about chasing your shadow or figuring out your shadow work stuff. When we started, that wasn't very popular because in the New Age movement, everybody wanted to be light. Everything was supposed to be, you know, puppy dogs and kittens and, and butterflies kind mm -hmm. of thing. But when we came in with the sounds, because the sounds, you have to dig up that dark stuff to get that up and out of there. And that gives you more expanse. The more you clean out the darkness, the more expanse you can have. And it's, it's a back and forth process. So, yeah, mm -hmm. this was kind of cool. It's got some aliens in it. So, of course, that's creepy and mm -hmm. scary. Like you said, a little darker, but but he put that little angel guy in there as like a transformational thing. So you see him go mm -hmm. in that pod, come out an alien, but then he transforms into an angel and he rises up. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of symbology in, in the works that we do. This is a cool theater. It's a 180 circle of sound theater. And around it, I've got a lot of my uh, NFT work for this particular album. So this, you ride up mm -hmm. this escalator and you come down into a theater. And it's a three-sit one of our videos. If anyone is uh, listening to this on the podcast, you've got to go over to YouTube at the Simulation <laughs> Nation. We have this video up, and uh, you can't. It's it, 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 you lose a, a lot of it when you're just listening. And you know, the funny thing is, right. so many of our much of our audience is a listening audience, and I, I hope that they uh, take a look at the YouTube every once in a while because this is really yeah, the absolutely. And then we're oh, now this one's this one's cool. 
Yeah, this oh, is cool. Um, Jose, yeah, Jose actually did the mid-journey, the AI art. Now, Garrett's going to get into the AI art. He really likes that, so he's going to be doing more of that. We're going to go through a portal. And get through the portal, that's where the AI art is, and it's a crystal cave. It's just beautiful. I love as you enter here, you're sort of walking on pools of light. It, it, mm -hmm. You know, the, the the pathway dissolves away. You're just walking on these pools of light, mm -hmm. and then off you go into the the bigger part mm -hmm. of the world where you enter into the um, mid journey art. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, then I think that you've got uh, yeah, you've got a few more here. Two more, I think. Uh, next one is the entheogen world, which I love uh, that you can eat mm -hmm. mushrooms and then these spirit trails <laughs> kind of float into the sky. Right. It's really cool. Right, um, right. Oh, that's the, gal oh, the gallery snakes. I think, I guess, Entheogen was last. Oh, is it last? Okay. Or did we, we miss, did we miss Entheogen? Wait, we, I, thought I thought it the was there. Snakes. I thought it was there. Maybe, huh. um, we will see it. it. It looks like we've got a little yeah. bit of video. Maybe it's coming. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so this is, uh, do you guys are, uh, where do you, are you in OpenSea or where do you sell your NFT? Mm -hmm. Yeah, on OpenSea right now, and um, you know, I'm exploring because the NFT market is changing so rapidly. I just don't know what to do quite yet. So, yes, a lot of things are minted on OpenSea, and we're just kind of looking around and seeing what's going on lately. Because I have a whole bunch more to mint, but in mm -hmm. February I want to do some gallery openings. I haven't really, uh, really promoted this yet. Um, but in February I'd like to start okay. doing some gallery openings, and then I'll have more of a plan as to where uh you know where things well they'll probably be on open sea but what i'm minting them in i don't know because that's changing everything well, right now that, i have min minted on poly polygon you know that there's also now music nft that's just starting mm -hmm. to become a thing and that might be something yeah. you guys would explore right yeah we are and we're you know watch and wait is kind of what we're doing because too much is coming up and too much isn't going to last so you know, we want to be sure if we're going to put effort into something that obviously that we can, you know, hang in there. I think Absolutely. this year, a lot of things are, a lot of things are going to come up for NFTs and, and all of that and music. Yeah. Music is going to be one of the big things. Yeah. Uh, and maybe you can unlock a piece of music that also unlocks a visual and that's the mm -hmm. NFT. Maybe that, you know, there's a, there's someone called Deaf Beef uh, who has just little bits of visual graphics that go along with music. Um, and done uh, quite well with that. So that's, uh, it's an interesting. Yeah, deal. actually, all of our NFTs are a com combination. They're a music file, high fidelity music file. They're a video. And some of the videos are short and some of them are long. Um, and uh, a still art and a high res and a low res. So it's a packet of data that they get with right. each NFT that we, that we sell. Oh, that's right. the we must have missed Entheogen. This is the psychedelic spaceship. This is a cool ride, so you kind of have to just go in here and sit. Did you do this ever? So spaceship? I, I don't know if I did the spaceship. I you know, I think what might have happened, I may have put the link here for the 25-minute version as opposed to the nine-minute version. Is that possible oh, okay. that that's what happened? Well uh, accidentally. No, no, I don't think so, because these are the ones that I yeah. selected. So I think this might be well, right. No, look, it keeps Entheogen, going. Entheogen going. might be last. <laughs> There's Underworld. Oh, this one's pretty cool. Psychedelic Space Journey. Ah. Um, underground Cave. I mean, there's so many. Uh, if you go, how can people find and explore oh, these yeah, worlds? Oh, yeah, that's the old uh, one. Yeah, that's, yeah. The old, that's the old one. How can people find um, well, and explore these Muse. worlds? Well, Muse. Muse is yeah. the best place because in the back of Muse, there's a what we call the sonic tripping dome, and it's all all of our worlds are on a like a, you know, a billboard, and they're portals to each world. So that's Muse is the best place to go, and then you can get to every other world from there. Okay. And the entheogen, um, the entheogen world is really one of my favorites. I love the mushrooms, mm -hmm. and people love to play mm -hmm. with those. And we have a smudge <laughs> stick, and it's just really great to kind of go in there. And I'm trying to bring forth some conversations about the emerging of psychedelics for PTSD, mm. for healing, mm. for trauma release, all of those kinds of things are really important, I think, in that field. So 
it connects with that. And, and our part of that work really is people who don't want to do that or don't or are hesitant to do that, because obviously it can be scary. Um, the music and our visuals are precursors to that. And so that's one of the things I'm working on with uh, some people to try to bring out um, either on an app, because there's some virtual reality apps that are being built for that. Um, mm. And to help people kind of get to that place without having to take a psychedelic or, you know, even a ketamine assisted sessions um, can be right. scary for some people. So some people would rather do it the natural way and, and, and or if they do do it that way, then our music and, and visuals can support that. It can help them with that particular journey. Last bit I have here is a uh, the music video that you do. Um, mm -hmm. So you you am I right to assume that you're doing the visuals and then your husband yeah. is doing the music? Yeah. And so how do you yeah. design these visuals? Um, well, a lot of things. Um, I of course started out in Photoshop, web development, and graphics art, arts, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so this is a lot of layering, a lot of effects. I use. No, I've lost you. Are you there? Oh, I can't. I'm there. Now, now your voice is back. Sorry, I lost your voice there for a second. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, um, yeah, so I match this up to each music section. I take a section at a time and I work it. And sometimes it takes me, you know, same process as Gary. I kind of go into a state and I listen to the music and I figure out what's the, what's the visual message in that music that I can mm -hmm. help connect somebody deeper to the music, you know, through the visuals. I'm getting ready to start a series of classes again, actually starting tomorrow night. Uh, I work with the Vitality Room, and I'm going to be showing the visuals first. So it's a sound healing session. They'll come in and they'll watch the visuals. Then we turn the visuals off and we just do the music. And the combination of those two together are very powerful because when you first come into anything, your mind has been busy in the world. And so when you come in and you just watch a visual like this and you just focus at the center of the screen, listen to the music, it starts to take you within. And then when I shut the video off and we just have the music, then you can really ride the music a lot more and, and do that dissolving technique. So I'm looking right. forward to that. Great. Cool. Well, uh... Uh, very cool designs. I'm impressed that you're able to do this on on your on these programs. Um, yeah. All right. So so we talked a little bit about the future. What I'm curious to ask you, you know, we talk. You're talking about past lives. So regression. You're talking about the world is in this state of, uh, I guess, change right now, or conflict, or uh, there's a lot of angst in the world right now. Do you think that at large, as a whole? that we're headed in the right direction? Or do you feel like we're taking a detour, as you said, on this timeline into a more uh, dangerous territory? How do you feel about the future of humanity? Um, probably divided in, in a sense, because the opposite of, well, I don't want to say the opposite. Um, somewhat opposite at times is transhumanism. So transhumanism is going more for the mind and the tech, whereas conscious evolution uses tech as well. But they're looking at it more mechanistically, I think. And conscious evolution is the more organic, natural path. So I see this, the species taking a split. And that just that doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to see half the population disappear or anything. But as we evolve as a species, some of us are going to go this way and some of us are going to go that way. And there's other, there's many other directions, right? There's many roads to this, to this journey that we can all take. So I see uh, a lot of turmoil. I see a lot of chaos. I see a lot of problems that were brought about by people living way too externally and not inwardly enough. So as I said before, suffering and pain bring you in. So a lot more people have gone within, and, and unfortunately, if they didn't have the tools to know how to deal with themselves when they went within, then they're in, they're in trouble now. You know, there's depression and suicide, and, and all of that has increased. 
and there's a lot of um, the pharmaceuticals have controlled the, the system of how do you take care of those people where you give them more drugs and more drugs means more drugs and it's a pattern that just goes on so making the conscious choice to be natural and do it yourself and find your way within to heal and whether it's your emotional upsets or your daily life stuff or your actual physical ailments or situations it takes a lot of work it's not it's not happened over so and it's out there longer than we longer than us for sure um, I mean, I look at some of the people in the 50s that I read of, and they were right on. They were they were mm. talking about what's going on now. So it's not anything new, but it's certainly come out in the in the society a lot more, and more people are becoming aware of it. You know, even the even the simple concept of the woke society. Well, they may just mm. be at the beginning of the concept of what that means. I mean, awakened is another mm. step, and then fully enlightened is a whole another step. So each step is important and each step has to be taken. So I think a lot of more woke people are out there. That's good. A lot more awakened people are out there. And, you know, my world is surrounded by people who are love and awakened and, you know, on the path. And they're not hurting in the same in the same ways. So I and yet I have family who are in trouble because they never did. You know, they, they don't know how yet. Even though, even though I've been there and you know been in front of their face, that it doesn't help them. They they haven't picked it up yet. So, um, we talk a lot about resonance in our work. So everything has resonance, and we're we're all little resonators. We walk a, up around somebody. We're in an environment. We resonate our vibration in, in the world that we're in or the space that we're in, and we affect each other. And so. The hundredth monkey is that if we keep doing that and more and more people get that, that gradually we build that, I don't know if it's the utopian world or whatever it is, but at least a world that is wise and enlightened and aware and conscious of how to treat the world and the earth and the animals and the humans in a, in a, you know, a loving and caring and altruistic way. And I think that's coming in so many things. I mean, if we if we don't watch the news or we don't engage with the the darker agendas, they're a very small portion, but yet they've got the airwaves. So as mm -hmm. long as they have the power of the airwaves, they seem seem to have control. But I think groundswell, at least in my lifetime that I've seen, there are a lot of people out there that have been building the light, so-called the light up underneath everything. So the grassroots energy is very supportive. And it doesn't take much for a person to, who's in trouble to look and reach out and find something that's full of light, whether it's a yoga center or a healing place or a massage therapist, you know, something like that. There's so many avenues one can take if they just step out of the so-called norm society that's, that's being promulgated as this is what it's supposed to be like. So oh, in its basic answer to your question, I have I have hope. You know, I have hope. I'm not happy at all with the way the world is. I I can't pay attention to it as much as Gary does. Gary's work requires him a little bit more to pay attention because what he has to do as a healer that he is is he has to go into that energy and resonate with it to an extent, mm -hmm. and then come back out and adjust it, correct it more or less with the frequencies that he brings through. My work is more one-on-one, -on -one, so I get kind of the lovey stuff. You know, I get to work with people and open them up and share with them and, you know, hug and all that kind of stuff. So I have a little bit of uh, different work than he does. So that's the purpose of him and I together. We could not have, neither of us could have done this alone. And so we're, you know, we're, we've done this before. We've been in other timelines where we had to bring through this kind of energy in different, different types or styles. And so we, we're pretty aware of what we're here to do. Great. Well, uh, if anyone wanted to reach out in real life, get a real life uh, hug and feel, <laughs> hug from you or uh, <laughs> avatar, uh, virtual hug, how can they reach out to you or hear Gary's music? Uh, what's the best way to get to you? 
Um, well, if, if you're here in the metaverse, so Muse is definitely the place because all of our information is in there. Um, visionarymusic.com is our main website. Um, the Discord site there, that's, of course, becoming the great tool for communication for all of us. So I always encourage people to join our Discord. Um, we do have a YouTube channel that's full of our music. Um, we have a, a membership channel on there where you can listen to the music without ads. Otherwise, you know, you're listening to ads and interruptions. But if you want to hear the music, that's the best place to go. And then if you get serious about it, you want to learn more about it, then you want to listen to it without any ads or interruptions. We don't really sell the music anymore because it just doesn't work anymore. People just aren't buying it. Mm. So we just said, okay, well, we're not going to pay, you know, torture ourselves by trying to sell some music. It doesn't work. So. Yeah, so that's those are the best ways, and we have the usual social media things that that everybody's into. Yeah. Then maybe uh, I could put a link to your OpenSea if people wanted to support you through your NFTs. We can do that as well. Yeah, yeah. Did I put Linktree on there? Because Linktree is a good place to. Yeah, the Linktree at Shapeshifter.dna. That Linktree will get you everywhere. That'll get you to all of our our stuff. So that's the best place to go. Great. And 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 last but not least, I wanted to uh, thank you for coming on the show. So I know that you had a little bit of mid-journey AI art in there. So I minted an NFT for you. Uh, oh, I, cool. I, one of the one of the AI prompts I used was shamanistic uh, sound healer. A, a oh. few other prompts, but this is what popped out. This was my favorite image. And so oh. uh, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, this is gonna be at OpenSea uh, on the Polygon. Uh, uh, blockchain, and uh, I'm going to gift it to you. If uh, after the show, I'd love to to hand it over to you as our first guest for 2023. Cool. Yeah, wow. I'm very excited. Thank you. That's great. great. Beautiful. Absolutely. She looks. Cool. She looks well, great. <laughs> she does, right? Yeah. <laughs> she looks like a yeah. cosmic shaman. Who's yeah, I mean, I, really it cool gave headphones. me goosebumps. Yeah, it gave me goosebumps. Like awesome. it was like from my past, way, way in the past of you know, like the I don't even know what timeline that is, but I feel it. Very, very beautiful. Cool. <laughs> thank you. Well, well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you sure. for coming and and uh, and um, and for sharing Absolutely. some of your wisdom with us. We, we only barely touched the surface. I feel like so people have to go explore your worlds and get the full experience. Right. Yeah. The thing about our work is there's so many entry points, and because I am a content creator. I just like to keep creating. I don't care how you get into it. <laughs> so people would come, I don't know where to start. I said, well, I don't right. know either. Just find a place and go in and, right. and then let it take you. It's it's like a labyrinth, but you kind of, you know, you kind of make the journey. So, right. yeah, it was great. Thank you so much for giving me the chance to gab. Absolutely. Great. Well, thank you, uh, everybody, for teleporting. Into yeah, this thank you. Whether you're with reality <laughs> Listening to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or watching on YouTube at the Simulation Nation. And join us next week for a talk with Harlem Film House about their film and music festivals, workshops, theater productions, and more. Till then, get plugged, my friends. <laughs>